Thought Media Network is proud to present Cosmic Prayers, your weekly shift, Mondays at 11, Mountain Time, with your host, Laura Topper. The Cosmic Prayers, live from the UK. And now, here she is, Laura Topper. Hello, hi, welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. Everybody that is tuning in, it's so great to be here. And I feel so honored to be here for the first Cosmic Prayer with Reverend Serena Hammer. Hello, a big Hello, hello. How Yay. are you? How are you? It's so great to be here. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. Round of applause, Laura. Yeah, love it, love it. So I am here in uh, the south of England, south of the UK. And where are you, Reverend Serena? I am in St. Petersburg, Florida. Florida. I love Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. And uh, we met uh, a couple of months ago and I'm just I feel so like I've always known you and I know, I know that, yeah I just I just love your work and I know that you're you're based with the first unity uh spiritual campus that's right and that's center right. in Florida and you have a, a a beautiful and outstanding role there at that center and I know that you're on uh, on Zoom quite regularly on Wednesdays and with your meditation and and prayers and and uh, I, I have a question for you though Reverend Serena how much because this is the cosmic prayer the whole aim of this show is to inspire people to really get back into to to their prayer mode and uh, and really embrace prayer because we don't always you know sometimes we think that we're good prayers and we know how to do it and yet we can go off the rails and <laughs> can, there can be times when uh, when that part of our spiritual practice isn't as strong as it could be so for you how do you really embrace prayer what is it about prayer that you love and how do you really embrace it in your heart. It's a beautiful question, Laura. Um, how, how I embrace prayer is really, it's a continual thing that goes on through the day for me. It's not like I um, what I did when I was young and, and I don't kneel down next to my bed or, you know, and, and pray to something outside of me. I know that I am one with all that is uh, love, God, creator, source, however you refer to that. Uh, refer to that as creator all that is and um, so I know that I am one with that and and so it's really more of a, a declaration and affirmation through the day uh, I watch my thoughts as I know that they're creative and so prayer is a thought to me you know it's a creative thought that has intention behind it and um, love a foundation of love beneath it and uh, so, you know, it's just something that happens throughout the day and a lot of gratitude um, because I can witness and I have witnessed so, so many minor little tiny miracles. I don't know if there's a little miracle, actually. I think they're all pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, but just, you know, throughout the day, I, you know, you can speak something affirmative um, and, and it'll happen. It manifests. So, yes, in my life now. Um, and, and then sometimes it's it's comes along and always in its perfect timing. So, you know, it's um, it's a peaceful thing to be able to just be 
in that mindfulness and I think heart centeredness mm-hmm. mainly of um, watching my thoughts, like because my thoughts are prayers. Yes, our, and that's our the- children's program has a little song that says, "Our thoughts are prayers." <laughs> It's so true, isn't it? Because we, um, even as, you know, um, science of mind and unity, I'm a practitioner, you're a a reverend, in in all of this beautiful work, we're taught affirmative prayer and spiritual mind treatment, which for anyone that's listening right now that isn't aware of what that is, because you may have just picked up on this in a future future time watching this, positive spiritual mind treatment affirmative prayer where we know the demonstration is already here because it's in the mind of god already yeah and and we do that in a in a particular way with our prayer practice and yet you're so right it is the prayer is all day long all night long it's it's never it's it's never ceasing isn't it it's a continual a continual observation and mindfulness and um yeah so how so uh how, for you, I'm really interested because I know for me personally, prayer has has been a, a lifesaver, a life changer, yeah, and so many beautiful demonstrations. And the more that I do it, the more I understand and witness these things that happen instantly or take a while. But yet, it's it's a, pr- a process. So, would you would you be willing to share uh, a? a a really wonderful demonstration that makes your heart sing something that's happened for you through that you know has been through prayer through that commitment to praying because well, i'm sure I, the audience I would have like so to many. hear that i do i have so many um i have so many and even moving to st petersburg was was one of those things and uh, and uh, so i i would say you know i would just affirm um I, I am living in St. Petersburg. I am, you know, being able to fulfill my role as a minister, you know, and um, be the best that I can be in that role and have um, the opportunity to serve and, and those things. But I would ride around here and I would actually ride and sit in the parking lot where I live now in the condominiums <laughs> community. <laughs> You know, I would just sit in the parking lot. I'd go to uh, First Unity and uh, afterwards I'd drive around because I lived farther away and I would drive 45 minutes back and forth four or five times a week, you know. So I um, I would sit in the parking lot and I'd just say thank you. Thank you for this condo that's opening up for me at the perfect <gasps> price, you know. Um, and, and, and boy, boom, it just did. It did in perfect timing. And oh. it had, I didn't even have to buy anything. It changed anything. The colors were perfect. Everything was perfect. So that's wow. just one that was lately. Oh. But a really, really powerful one happened in my 40s. And it was after my 20-year marriage had ended. And I was divorced. And I was single. And I was um, in my early 40s. And, um, you know, I went for, I'm going to share this. It's rather personal. But I'm going to share it because it's so powerful. I went for a mammogram, my regular mammogram, like everybody, you know, and uh, went home and I got a call from my gynecologist who said, you know, we want you to go get an ultrasound. Just a little something showed up we want to take a look at. So I did that and I was sent to a surgeon and the surgeon said, we're going to do a lumpectomy instead of a needle biopsy. And I really didn't think much about it, but um you know, I was preparing for that, and I was nervous. My mother had had breast cancer and had a mastectomy, 
And uh, so I, I actually had a friend of mine who was very, very connected, in touch with her spiritual belief and faith. Beautiful, beautiful friend of mine, Quinn was her name. And she came up to me and she said, God, this is how she said it. God woke me up at three o'clock this morning and told me to tell you that this has already been taken care of in the spiritual realm and that all you need to do is believe it. Mm-hmm. And I believe said, believe it. That's the key, isn't it? it? Yes. And I was like, how do I do that? I really wasn't sure how to do that. Now we're talking 20 years ago or so. And and so I I was reading my Bible daily at that time, at just daily morning and noon and night, and I would randomly open it at night. And every random opening I had was to a healing scripture. And the last night before I was scheduled for the lumpectomy, the scripture was, she touched his cloak and by her faith, she was healed. Mark. Yes. And so... I got up in the morning and I was engaged at the time and my fiance came to pick me up to take him to the hospital. Now he, he had been, he, he was a ordained Baptist minister. And so I told him what happened. And he said, I said, it's gone because what happened in the middle of the night was I woke up and my whole room was filled with light and I felt this warmth come over my body. And I knew that I was, it was completely taken care of. And so I go to the hospital. They did eight mammograms in a row. She said, I'm sorry, I'm putting you through this. The surgeon's going to come talk to you. And the radiologist, and they came, they showed the, the different films and things. There had been a quarter size lump in the upper left quadrant of my left breast. And he said it appeared to us to be malignant. And that's why we were doing the lumpectomy. But this is what we see today. And it was as if someone had touched touched that spot and all that was there was a white crescent, like a fingernail. Wow. Touch. It was gone. So much, 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 much gratitude. Incredible. And this was belief, belief was and, your, and your continual praying and believing and knowing. And affirming, you know, that all was well. That's one of my favorite yes. phrases. But I, I have to add to it that the end uh, of the year, a year went by, and I was in um, a service at a community church, and I suddenly heard the voice say, share your breast healing story. And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I was in the middle of the service. <laughs> no, I'm just going to shout it out. And so I heard it three times. I'm like, oh, I have to do that. And so I went to the pastor. People were shaking hands at the time, greeting. And I said, I'm supposed to share this story. He said, well, mind God. I said, okay. So I shared the story. A week later, this young woman, a young mother, came up to me. And she said, my four-year-old had been in a coma for two months in the hospital. We haven't been to church. I was very angry. I had lost my faith. But I woke up this morning, I told my husband, we have to go to service today. So they came and she said, during service, when we got to the hospital to visit our son, during service, he had come out of a coma. She said, I realized that I needed to let go and I needed to believe that that was possible. 
I've got goosebumps. I know. Because you were being guided and you you passed on the message and uh, and that happened, another demonstration. It's yeah. so powerful. And I'm it's so pleased powerful. that you're... I'm so pleased that you're sharing that second part of the story here because that's a, that in itself is an inspiration for people, for anybody that's listening or gets to hear this, that it's, we I've are, always we're felt one. Like we're the one. The thing that I had was for him and for whoever yes. else. Yes. You know, here's, and really here's the story. Oh, so, what so a blessing. powerful. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. And it, and it also just goes to, it shows me how sometimes we hold on to these stories and think that, you know, they're not, they're not worth speaking about or they have no, they will have no effect for anybody else. And yet that's not true, is it? The sharing is so important as well of our healing and what happens for us in our lives through this powerful work to actually be able to share it. Yes. Yeah. So would you like to share a prayer now? <laughs> well, you know, if I um, if I share something that is it's a unity, it's our power, our, our protection prayer. And um, we, we at Unity have changed it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so. And you're probably familiar with it. And most people may be. I don't know. But, you know, it's it starts out with the light of God surrounds us. I am the light. The love of God enfolds us. I am the love. The power of God protects us. I am the power. The presence of God watches over us. I am the presence. Wherever we are, God is, and all is truly well. And so it is. And so it is. Serena, thank you for sharing that. I, I haven't heard that. I would love to. Oh. I'd love. I'm going to get, get research that and get a copy of it. It's very beautiful. I'm, I'll make sure I get one to you. Oh, thank you. Yes, maybe we can put it up in the feed here as well. A copy of it. Yeah, that would be good. So I have another question for you, Serena. Uh, Reverend Serena, if uh, how would you, you know, if someone's coming to you and saying, I've gone off track, I can't get back on track, I've lost my spiritual practice routine and prayer, it really isn't. I mean, I know more and more I'm leading my life by prayer. Prayer is the, at the forefront of my, my day, my, my life, my intention. But for many of us, and sometimes for me at times, it's been, okay, go off track a little bit. How would you guide somebody, a listener now, to um, to really inspiring them, to keeping that prayer practice at, at the forefront of their, their, their routine in their lives? I've always felt that the simplest prayer and, and the one, probably one of the most powerful is just to say thank you. Hmm. It's just that gratitude. Um, you know, I, I'm also a psychotherapist, and I've worked with children. I worked in, in a residential facility with teens for five or six years. And they really had not much to be grateful for. And so, you know, I, I hesitated sometimes to say, let's just take a look at one thing that we, we each can say we're grateful for today. 
And, you know, here's a little guy. He's been in 11 foster care homes, different things that happened to him. And, um, but I remember walking uh, through our 40 acres there, um, <laughs> walking around with him after having a bad time at school. And so we talked about that. And he looked around and he said, well, look at these funny geese. They make me laugh. I'm grateful for these geese. And it just sort of switched things for him. We started giggling about those geese. And so we went on. And often I would just say, if you can't think of anything to be grateful for, just start with the letter A. I mean, you could be grateful for an apple. You yeah. Know? For the air that we breathe. The air that we breathe. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm. And, and that always just seems to trigger, you know, that shift when we when we just begin to speak some gratitude oh yeah i love that we need to make a great uh, a, a grateful alphabet <laughs> for children yeah <laughs> yeah <my> next book <laughs> yeah <laughs> because you are writing books at the moment aren't you we won't go too much into that because i'm no no we'd love to do a podcast later with to really know about you and your work but you are really connected to working with children and 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 uh and inspiring children to know who they are, the light that they are, which is such beautiful work. Well, you're doing the same through your beautiful music. I am, yeah. You are. I am. I love so it. where can people find you and when uh, in terms of your your unity work and your ministry? Where are you, uh, what days and times do you show up? I should put that in the feed. Is it on a Wednesday that you have your meditation? Uh, I'm I'm there to do meditation on the second Wednesday of the month. Okay. At 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or Eastern Daylight right now. Um, and it is on Facebook at First Unity yes. Spiritual Campus. And we're also on YouTube at the same time, 6 p.m. Come up here. Brilliant. Yes. And so it's the same thing, First Unity Spiritual Campus. And um, and we're on Vimeo, although I haven't actually gotten out there to, to see it on Vimeo as yet. But I understand we're there. <laughs> and then Good. Sun, Sunday mornings, I uh, do the morning meditation, a 1030 a.m. meditation on second Sundays and occasionally some other uh, times. But we're all all of our ministers are available, you know, at any time. And you can just message us on First Unity Spiritual Campus on Facebook. And, you know, one of our ministers, myself or another minister or a prayer chaplain is available for you anytime. And we have our amazing spiritual leader, Reverend Temple Hayes, who's yes. uh, Reverend Dr. Temple Hayes. She's uh, also a PhD. So she's um, been, I think, probably my greatest spiritual mentor. And I'm so grateful for her and her teaching. and her just her wisdom and her sense of humor just everything and the way she supports everyone to be the best they can be so we have our sunday services that are live streamed same places <laughs> at 11 30 a.m and um they actually do a uh, unity view like a little conversation at uh, 11 o'clock before the service now because we are 
because of you know what's going on in our world we're all online we're we're all online all online yeah and it's been amazing because we've actually become international it's fantastic uh, isn't it it's just connected everybody in such an incredible way yes so so you know myself uh, and through my website i'm also available for various things serenahemmer.com um, Serena, oh, Reverend Serena.com. Reverend Serena. Serena. I got it the wrong way around, but yeah, anyway, Rev Serena. There's an extra E in between there. Perfect. So if you're listening, please check that out because I know you'll have a surprise with Reverend Serena and her work and her creativity. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Laura. Thank so you. So I love you. So let's do um let's do a quick joint prayer just to leave now to to give thanks let's close our eyes and uh and just take a breath that breath of gratitude and i'll i'll say some words and i know reverend serena will will complete this um and i'd just like to say and acknowledge my gratitude right now for for uh for this time for together and our ability to share right now on this beautiful platform with new thought media network and the work that it is doing inspiring people to live their best lives through spiritual practice and i'm so grateful for being here and present right now with reverend serena who is just shining her light in such an incredible way throughout this universe and beyond and i know that the work she's doing is inspiring me definitely and so i'm grateful i'm grateful for all of it and for the time the the zoom the technology for God's love that is here and always here, I'm grateful. And I'll pass this on to you, Reverend Serena. For this beautiful new day, the first day of the rest of our lives, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the opportunity to show up. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be, you know, a manifestation of creator source. I'm grateful for the opportunity to show up as love and action on this earth in whatever way. I am called to do so. I'm grateful that Laura has brought her talents, her beauty, her her inner beauty, her wisdom, her glow, her light, her love to this earth and to shine it so brightly. And for this new venture of hers, we're knowing that we're knowing that it will just reach so many people with with light and love and uh, healing. We're so grateful for the healing that's coming forth now for anyone who's listening at this moment. We're so grateful for just the love that flows through all, that connects all, that is all. And so that is. Oh, yeah. And so it is. So it is. Thank you so much for inspiring me and so many people. And I really... Uh, I know that you're going to come back on to the cosmic prayer and share again, because I know that as your journey unfolds with your work and your art and your writing, um, that you'll have, you'll have some beautiful things to share and to inspire, to inspire everybody with. Thank you. It's just so exciting to be here with you on your debut. Congratulations. First one. Fantastic. (laughs) Yes. I love that. I'll be doing that all day long now. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend Serena. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> Serena Hammer. Bye. <laughs>